0: It's here! You, you, you hear what I'm telling you?! In my mind, I created it! The you? I created it! And it's real! Don't you understand? is up y'all welcome to struggle session i am your host leslie lee the third as always i'm joined by my co-host jack allison jack how's it going
1: it's going fine it's going fine you know they they won't comp- stop coming for snyder leslie but you know other than that uh, uh things are going just fine
0: yes that's what we're talking about today <laughs> zach snyder super villain The new Rolling Stone article, Al, we had to get in. We had to get involved. Exclusive. Fake accounts fueled into Snyder Cut online army. Wow. Uh, Army, Jack.
1: Yeah. Well, this is is the first. Even in the headline, it's a very confused piece because it's like fake accounts fueled. Okay, so it's all fake accounts. But the online army. Okay, so is it an online army, or is it fake accounts? Is it a bunch of people doing something, or is it fake accounts? We'll find out as we get into the text. They
0: fueled it, Jack. They added fuel Hmm. to the fire, to the gas. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. Jack, some of the victims, I mean, like former (laughs) Hollywood executives, um, Mm -hmm. Joss Whedon, I mean— The head of the studio, the head of
1: Warner Brothers' studio, I mean, there are— these are these are powerless people, you know, that have been targeted by online accounts. Um, and it really is shameful.
0: It's shameful, it's shameful about the bots. And look, we'll we'll get into it in a second. We'll get into it in a second. We'll get dive into deep to the article because this, but this is about, you know, superhero movies. And Jack, mm-hmm. there is a new superhero movie out. It's doing yeah. okay. Yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Jack. I got to say, Leslie, I have
1: really been excited about and I have really appreciated the rollout of Thor Love and Thunder um, because so much of it has centered around everybody turning against Taika Waititi, who I find (laughs) extremely annoying. Um, So it's been fun to watch. I didn't see the movie, but I've been, you know, as an observer, it's been nice for everyone else to notice that this man is mad annoying.
0: Yeah, he had this quote uh, that was simply... I mean, he's not talented enough to be this annoying, first of all. I'm sorry <laughs> to say. He's not, he's simply not talented enough to be in as much things as many things as he is. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what we do in the shadows, TV show notwithstanding, that's a great show. But most of the shit he does is garbage like Thor, Love and Dunder. And he had this quote out uh, talking about how he has been watching directors cut some movies... And most of them suck. In fact, uh, directors need sometimes need the studio to come in and take the reins of, from them. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's in everything, and Zack Snyder is the guy getting the hit pieces. against <laughs> <the whole. laughs>
1: He's out there being like, actually, bosses are quite good. is b- are quite good, actually. <laughs> actually, is are quite good.
0: Jack, he was riffing on a level... Yes. That was simply sublime. Freaking, freaking sublime. freaking sublime. Freaking sublime. Freaking sublime. Freaking yeah. sublime.
1: I, I actually, Leslie, I, I only remember that it was frickin' because I gave myself the treat of watching that video again just last night. <laughs> 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 the, uh, the video of Tyka riffing on, on Free Guy and Jody Comer and everybody losing their shit over it. That is, I think that might actually be, that should have won a Webby Award. Because that might be one of the great videos uh, of all time.
0: I, I, I think I have to do it again. I think I have to hit it. Please. We, we, if we talk about it, we gotta watch it. <laughs> this is Antoine. Yeah.
1: Taika YTT takes an already funny script and is ripping.
0: On a level that is freaking sublime. Oh yes, Sean
1: Levy. The director of free
0: guy. The the director of free guy. And he's just in the director chair chair, Mm -hmm. And he's looking and he's just like, his hands are at the size of his head, because he can't even believe it himself. It's like this guy takes a script that Mm -hmm. is already funny. Jack, the script was already funny. In case you think this one of these bust up.
1: You're reading Free Guy, you're going to be fucking busting up, reading about how this guy's in GTA
0: or whatever the fuck. But then, for God's sakes, Taiko Watiti, he comes out and he says, you know what, a, a funny script? A funny yeah. script? You bring me that? I- oh, no, no, oh, no, I th- no, oh,
1: no. Oh, I think we can do funnier, mate. Oh, I think we
0: can do finnier. I think we can get to freaking sublime yes. just by riffing. Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. need a script.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the riffing you'll see if we watch this video uh, uh, is mostly just him doing an Ali G impression. It's just him doing Ali G, like saying words wrong and you know, kind of.
0: uh, Well, don't spoil it for the folks. Don't 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 spoil it. Okay,
1: fair enough, folks. If you are at home, if you're listening to this, if you're listening live on call in right now, um, just Google. Taika Waititi riffing on a level that is freaking <laughs> yeah. sublime, and you will find one of the world's great videos. So, so go give it a watch right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll leave that for later because we got other business to get to. I yeah. did want to tell you, Jack, that this is one I I always say on the show, the critic cannot look away. Mm. Thor, loving thunder is one where i could have looked away because it's not even like a movie <laughs>
1: barely. right it's barely so you even... saw this thing what 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 the fuck is it i honestly like i saw the trailer for thor love and thunder so many times at the movie theater and i have no fucking idea oh, what it's about it's, other than that like he sees his
0: ex it's incomprehensible it's absolutely incomprehensible <laughs> I, I can try to give you a run now so when you see thor meditating at the beginning because he's given up um, like war being a warrior or whatever like in the commercial and the trailer and stuff you, yeah, it's good that you saw that because that's not actually in the movie. That's not actually explained, like, really in the movie. Like, the movie okay. starts off, like, immediately. In the like, trailer. Like, like, in the trailer. Like, you have <laughs> already had seen a little bit of the trailer to fully get the start of the movie. And sure. the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're only in, like, the first scene. And you see mm-hmm. most, and you see all the jokes in the trailer. And then it becomes, and Christian Bale, who I, 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 I I hesitate to say this, but I has to be said: his performance will one day be looked at with the same level of embarrassment of someone doing Ooh. like blackface. You know? Oh wow! It's it's. But not- he's in literal whiteface. He right? is in he's little in- whiteface. Okay. But okay. Like, he's what? Okay. I, I don't know what the term would be. It's like he's pretending to be in a serious movie that he knows ah. is phony. Right, he's doing ah, like actor face, like actor his, face, yes. Like it's the, this bizarre storyline where like all the mar, like all the Marvel villains now, they're people who want to who like get screwed over, they lose a kid, and they want to change things for the better because they're mad at the elites who did nothing. And the job of the hero is to quash this is to crush this person who wants to make things for the better. Like it's literally, sure. like his, his like, and the I, please don't let me like add additional comprehension to this movie. It's very disjointed. It's obviously COVID shot. Like 90% of it is like chest up shots of them just standing in front of the man, the
1: screen. And by the way, I've having only seen the trailer, this is not good green screen. Like we have like truly, it's a weird time where like the Marvels have gotten so bad with the effects and they are 95% effects. Yeah. I don't fucking get it.
0: Yeah, so no it doesn't look good. It's not that interesting. All the fight scenes, I swear to god, are these I don't the the James Gunn style screensaver fights where I actually figured out what it is. It's like all these guys play video games in their free time, right? But they're busy guys, so they play them on easy mode. And so Mm. everything they play is like they're one-shot killing everything. So you watch Thor, our hero, one-shot murder, like, dozens and dozens of creatures with no, like, resistance. And, like, you see, like, all these little... And at a certain point, he powers up all the little kids, and they do it, too. And it's like there's no actual back-and-forth fighting. There's no struggle. It's just, like, him slaughtering the little CGI villains of uh, the segment. Very un... Very bizarre movie, yeah. very bad. Um, My favorite article
1: about it is, is uh, I think it was Natalie Portman says that one of them, she says, there's one scene that's one of the most visually beautiful scenes I've seen on film, and we shot it in real life in a Best Buy parking lot. <laughs>
0: If that gives you an idea
1: of how these marvels are made. Oh. Uh, she goes on to say, it's so wild to be in, uh, to be on this size of a movie, and we are literally in a parking lot with a blue screen doing this really dramatic thing. It looks so stunning on film, but every time I see it, I'm like, that's a Best Buy parking lot.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Natalie, for giving us the tea without giving us yes. the tea. I do want to mention, uh, all, a lot of the press has been about how Jacked, uh, she got and how Jack Hemsworth got yeah. complete waste of Jacked people. Complete waste of Jacked. There's no physicality to this movie. There's no, mm. There's no chemistry between them. Even in the scene that's in the trailer where like Thor is stripped naked, he's like. There's so much CGI After Effects shit. Like you think he's CGI. I still don't know if he actually has any muscles, just because of the general shitty glow to the whole. Uh, endeavor like it is nothing like a predator you know where you, you're showing off those jack beefy bods you're having them lift <laughs> stuff carry heavy stuff like it used to be there's none of that in this film natalie portman doesn't pick up one heavy thing the whole movie i don't know what the point was uh yeah. jack i'm, I'm not
1: gonna- I, you know what I, I gotta hand it to natalie you know get that personal trainer if Disney's going to be paying for a personal trainer for you for a few, few months, just do it. Good
0: for her. And maybe she can, I don't know, maybe there's like a pro wrestling project she can do immediately after. So at least we get to show see those guns work on stream, scream, uh, stream yeah. uh, tossing some body slams or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe she can be in the one uh, women's match on AEW on any <laughs> given
0: night. All right, so let's get into our main topic of the day. It's a big one. Rolling Stone exclusive fake accounts fueled the Snyder Cut online army by Tatiana, By Tatiana Siegel, uh, sub, uh, subheading. Uh, a Warner Media report reveals that bots and other inauthentic users bolstered the fan-led campaign for director Zack Snyder's Justice League do-over. Yeah. This is such a strange—this
1: is—I'm, like, so confused by what— Why would a movie studio like consistently want to undercut the idea that their movie was popular yes it's so weird it's it's so strange i guess it's because these executives don't want to like it's like the ultimate expression of executives not wanting to admit that they were wrong uh and that they made a bad call um but it's so strange that they're devoting all of this like studio money to convincing people that nobody liked the movies that they made
0: yeah the movie that they sell In fact, the Snyder Cut came out on on sale yesterday. At the time, they're dropping this movie for people to buy. (laughs) And these motherfuckers are so petty. I mean, they are are rich execs, right? So they obviously are this petty. They're so petty that they're, like, putting out leaking negative reports directly to, you know, uh journalists and uh to like make zack snyder look bad make the movie look bad make them and also make them also look like they wasted a bunch of money putting out the movie that they're selling right now today it's so
1: weird it's so so weird and like also at this point it's like done They made the fucking movie. Like, why in the world is this still being talked about other than that? Like, like people accuse the Snyder people of being obsessed. But ultimately, they're people who wanted to see a movie. It's so much weirder to, like, be obsessed with the fact that there are fans of a superhero movie. It's so
0: weird to be mad that they exist. Because, first of all, it start the the negative press for the Snyder cut really did start off early and months years before it happened because people were saying like
1: right after batman versus superman
0: yeah and people were saying like this entire time that the snyder cut was not real was not a thing and i really feel like a lot of like journalists and media people kind of feel identified with the warner brothers people because like they just because like they that way they don't have to admit they were wrong about like mocking the Snyder Cut people because the cut al- already existed it did exist the people weren't crazy but now they're saying oh well these people were actually bought by bots and directly under the control of Zack Snyder that's how they tricked us into because see they were working with Zack Snyder so they knew some of the cut was real and we didn't know that so when we publicly said that this is ridiculous this isn't real because our, also probably because sources at Warner Brothers told them that the snyder cut wasn't real and now i guess to save face or something they're still on the story and there's absolutely no content to the story really it's funny it's funny to talk about but there's no actual news it's
1: bizarre uh so so i mean if we if you want to start going through it it is a truly strange article and it like try it it very weirdly tries to make (laughs) like You know, it tries to make criminal or like or or like evil kind of just like normal stuff that happens during the production of a movie. Like the first paragraph here is all about how you know Deborah and Zack Snyder committed the unforgivable sin of wanting their credit removed from the movie. It's like it makes it makes it into this app this weird, sinister thing that they didn't want to be credited on a movie that like wasn't their movie anymore. Number one, who cares? Number two, why is that a
0: bad thing? That's well, truly strange. It, well actually it was that that they wanted to take off uh the names of Jeff Johns and John Berg from the recut of Justice League. Uh that, um yes
1: uh yes right okay fair enough fair enough yeah, yeah so that, which recut. is at, yes which
0: is even a stranger to like paint as again villainous this is normal because, movie stuff yeah like if because and they say and it's way down so i'll read the opening paragraph so zach snyder was becoming increasingly agitated Over the course of several weeks in the spring of 2020, the director repeatedly demanded that the names of two producers, Jeff Johns and John Berg, be removed from his upcoming recut of Justice League, the DC superhero movie that had tanked back in 2017. Now first, like, just... The version that tanked was not the version that Zack Snyder made. Uh, uh, but uh, immediately, uh, uh, you see the kind of the slant of the article, and we'll, I'll I'll get into some uh, stuff that's not in the article from the uh, writer of the article in a, in a bit when it uh, becomes relevant. But you know, uh, as the paragraph continues, according to multiple sources familiar with the matter, Snyder confronted an executive <laughs> in the confronted an executive in the studio's post production department and issued a threat. Jeff and John are dragging their feet on taking their names off my cut. Now I will destroy them on social media. So so
1: like a James Bond villain, (laughs) like a James Bond villain, he got in someone's face and said, here's my dastardly plan. Oh, if you don't give me what I want, my dastardly plan is that I'll have them destroyed on social media. Tick tock, Mr. Hamada.
0: TikTok, <laughs> A toxic social media movement had already been building around the director since at least 2018, spiking with online cries for Warner Brothers to release the Snyder Cut of Justice League two years later. As Snyder's demands escalated behind the scenes, including for more money to finish his four-hour director's cut of the film for HBO Max. I don't care. This, by
1: the way, another thing that's like being portrayed as a crime, a director asking for money to make a movie. Yes. I don't – there's so much made of this, and we'll be getting into more of it, but there's so much made of how, like, he kept asking the studio for money. We, why do we give a shit about, like, <laughs> yeah. the budget for a movie? Like, every fucking movie, they end up having to ask for more budget. Yes. Like, it's, this is so bizarre that they keep being like, and then he had the gall to ask for more money to make his
0: movie. I'm like, yeah, that's called directing a fucking movie. And so there's complaints about how me, the Snyder Cut fans were calling for boycotts, demanding that executives be, to be fired. Okay. Sorry to stop you there again. And I don't want to stop so much.
1: The again, another one of these things like pointed at, at as like being like a horrible event. But people were posting boycott Warner Brothers. Who the fuck? Who the fire, fuck cares? Fire are you Kevin worried Tsujihara. about like, the Animaniacs? <laughs> are, you, are you afraid that the Animaniacs are going to starve or something? Who gives a fuck about like somebody posting online boycott Warner Brothers? That is so uh,
0: that's so wild now now we do have to make clear there it all kind of gets mixed up so you have warner brothers the movie studio you have hbo max the streamer you also Mm -hmm. have warner brothers discovery the parent company now it's the warner brothers movie people who are all allegedly who, who say they're all freaking out and scared of the Snyder cut people but uh there's a quote from the article where uh a warner brothers discovery that's the parent company who just bought them and also has been looking at their books and saying, what the fuck, why did you give uh, $300 million to J.J. J. Abrams and he's produced nothing? Uh, why are you getting rid of Henry Cavill? He's a great Superman, etc., cetera. Et yeah, cetera. where's
1: our Demi Mond? Where's the Demi Mond expose? Why, why are we, like, we're hearing about, oh, they spent $100 million on the Snyder Cut. Where is the J.J. J. Demi Mond expose? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so a Warner Brothers Discovery parent company spokesperson declined to comment as this matter predates the current leadership. And new company, and it should be mentioned that the reason this night could happen, and they may mention they'll mention it explicitly in the article, is because at the old parent company, AT and T looked around and was like, "What the fuck? Why aren't you making this movie that all the fans are asking for? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you?" So Jason
1: Kyler comes on, and they're like, "Hey, it seems like uh, the one of the main things that happens here is is like." Thousands of people are posting that they want something. Uh, Why don't you, like, make it? And they're like, well, don't you understand? Like, they were, like, mean to Ann Sarnoff (laughs) on Twitter. And a lot of the article writers at Vulture seem to say that it's not true and nobody wants it.
0: So apparently Warner Brothers movie division commissioned a report, like, Mm. enlisted, like, a private uh, (laughs) – The corporation. But by Just the way, to look at their in, minchies.
1: Yes. We we get into now all of the uh the the digital anal like digital analysis companies that were hired and a more scammy group of companies I have never heard of in my entire life. Q5, Q five, Q vivid, Q five ID and Graphica, This is the scammiest shit I've ever ever heard of.
0: So is the num is the letter Q the number Mm -hmm. five and lowercase ID. How in the world are you supposed to pronounce that? (laughs)
1: QFID? Qfavid. What in the fuck is am I looking at, this Q5
0: ID? How much do you think they spend on this, Jack? You're you're inside Hollywood. You you gotta know. How much Uh, do you spend to to hire an outside gr- group to say that you, I, you're you're you were always right and brill- brilliant, <laughs> and it's the fans that are wrong. How much do you pay I, for that? I have no idea, uh, but
1: I think that that would be more worth looking at than how much money, uh, how much budget it costs to finish a movie. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be a little more worth looking at. But you know, maybe we can maybe we can investigate and get a quote from Q Fivid, um to see if you know any of the people in struggle sessions mentions uh, are in fact. Uh, Russian bots
0: so the reports that they have these numbers that they drop on us is that up to Jack are you sitting down for this because I don't want Mm -hmm. you to get the faints of willies or anything but up at least 13% of the counts that took part in the conversation about the Snyder cut were deemed fake 13% Jack
1: wow 13 whole percent by the way Not to say that Elon Musk is right about the number of bots on Twitter or anything like that, but there are a lot more bots on Twitter than Twitter wants to admit, just as there are on every social media website, because their income is all based on saying how many active users they have. So they're all incentivized to underplay how many bots they have. My point being... I think any popular conversation on social media probably has thirteen percent of the accounts are bots.
0: Yes, that would be a light estimate. That's so. That's such a funny thing. Like they couldn't. They I guess they knew they couldn't get away with a bigger lie because Twitter yeah. admits that five yes. percent are bots just in general. Like which, which means that like
1: twenty five percent are. By the way,
0: so absolutely. So and and again, like so even if it's thirteen percent. That means 87% are real, okay?
1: And they later on in the article, they're like hundreds of thousands of people posted about this. And I'm like, okay, hundreds of thousands against 13%. Kind of sounds like there were still hundreds of thousands of (laughs) posts from real people about this.
0: Yeah, so while Snyder has scores of authentic flesh and blood fans, those real stands were amplified by a disproportionate number of bogus accounts
1: yes okay and the article ends there and that's the end of the article uh, <laughs> Nothing left to say unfortunately <laughs> the uh the
0: narrative is not complete because we have to mm. bring it back because it's not about you know the hashtags it's not about twitter it's about the victims of this and, of mm-hmm. course, those victims mm-hmm. being uh, Warner Brothers executives who are quoted mm-hmm. extensively on in background throughout the anonymously, article, anonym-
1: extensively and anonymously uh, throughout the <laughs> article.
0: All right. Rolling Stone spoke with more than 20 people involved with both the original Justice League and Snyder's
1: John Berg, Walter (laughs) Hamada, and 17 other people,
0: and Snyder's cut of some of their friends and family. I'm sure Uh, most of whom (laughs) believe that the director was working to manipulate the ongoing campaign. Snyder claims that if anyone was pulling the streams on social media fervor, it was Warner Brothers trying to leverage my fan base to bolster subscribers to their new streaming service, which is straight facts. I think they that put a uh, press release putting way. it out saying yeah. that.
1: That's, I think that they like when they put it out, they were like, OK, we're going to hashtag release the Snyder cut. I'm like, you know, and by the way. That would make sense because that's what you do. That's why they made it. Was to get people to sign up for fucking HBO Max. Yeah.
0: But Jack, uh, one source maintains, and this is quote an article, and hmm. Zach was like a Le- Zack was like a Lex Luthor wreaking havoc.
1: Okay, so an an anonymous person quotes that Zack Snyder was like Superman's villain Lex Luthor. Why do you need to be granted anonymity? And by the way, that's Jeff Johns. That's Jeff Johns. <laughs> yes. If anyone is
0: out there, if anyone is out
1: there, being like ah, he was a he was shivers
0: like Lex Luthor. If that. No one else, I don't think anyone else at Warner Bros. knows that much about comics, actually. <laughs>
1: <to> <laughs> drop that. Yes, if it, if that was Walter Hamada, he'd be like, he was like the Joker, you know?
0: And so, I mean, one of the blockbuster uh, revelations of this article uh, that they highlight to show how abusive things got, got is this picture uh, that was posted by a fan uh, named Denaris? Uh, on Instagram. And it's not just, and the way they describe it in the Rolling Stone is so funny. It's like in mid January uh, 2021, three months before the Snyder Club Justice, Justice League was finally released, an Instagram account with the handle denar- Denaris underscore ILUS posted a gruesome image depicting the decapitated heads of John's DC Films president Walter Hamada and former Warner Brothers Pictures group chairman Toby, Im- Toby Emmerich. The image rapidly circulated among the fandom with the Snyder first devotees even tagging social media accounts of some of the children of the trio. Now look. Oh my god. When you actually go and look at the picture, it is actually a comic book quality cartoon yeah. drawing. It's
1: absolutely. It's so gruesome that there's not a drop of blood. Not a drop
0: of blood of Wonder Woman. And this is like, I'm sure it's similar to what you see like Red Sonya do where she holds like heads up. You know, it's really not gruesome at all. Like, and the reason it was shared is because actually the art's pretty good. It's It's just not gruesome. It's like. Obviously comic bookie is Gal Gadot as the person and this is obviously a reference to the fact that she was sexually harassed on yes. the set of Justice League by Joss yes. Whedon and for the writer of the article to leave that clear context out is absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and obviously they'll 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 brush off those uh, abuse allegations later in the article but they have not come up just yet.
0: Okay, so I'm continuing on. They keep talking about some of the abuse. Uh, and, you know, I, we're not saying people didn't get some rough stuff, but ultimately this is the yeah, article. Why- there's,
1: no, there's no need to tag people's children yeah. or whatever if that happened. Like, But ultimately the way you feel about that is I'm like, is this everyone's first day on the internet? Yes, you know it happens I mean? to like, everyone Everything the to all the like, time. You know, I, I posted one time that I didn't like the Watchmen, and I fucking got, like, savage for, like, 90 days uh, before people, like, now are kind of being like, revisiting Watchmen, it's not so good. Oh, but, my yeah, God. it's a fucked up shitty place. <laughs> it sucks out there. I don't know. I'm sorry. To, I don't know what to tell you. Go, like, turn off the computer for a second.
0: Yeah, so, Ann Sarnoff, who had called the fan-trolling reprehensible in an interview with... Re- Variety. Yeah, uh, when
1: they were uh, when they were unveiling uh, the new Snyder cut coming out on HBO Max. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. during promotion for the movie that she greenlit, uh, called it reprehensible.
0: Yeah, and the article is saying like people were calling her a liar for the claim that there was no Snyder cut of the movie. She was lying. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It what-
1: was not true. Yeah. Yes. Like, it, that was a lie. There was a Snyder cut of the movie. That's one of the funny things that, like, even all the think piece writers, like, you know, it's like, so so what was it then? You know what I mean? Like, there was a cut. Like, the, there was a cut that was shown to the executives that was, like, they talk about it later in this article that was over two hours long. Oh uh, well, uh, cut- well, let's
0: get to it. We'll get to it. Let's keep going sure. through. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right. So, uh, continuing on. So it uh, me. This is you know the article kind of summing itself up, and but we're we're very like not that far into it because it keeps re- rehashing and repeating itself. So it means uh, a fandom amplified by fake accounts helped shake down a major studio and an ultimate cost to Warner Brothers of more than $100 million to re release a movie they had already bombed years earlier. So he's just repeating it like with more, you know, ext- like more aggressive language. Now it's, you know, yeah. sh- a shakedown. They have robbed mm-hmm. the poor people mm-hmm. over at Warner Brothers of $100 Gee, million. Warner dollars.
1: Brothers, you know, nice studio you got here. It'd be a shame if something happened to it says like a 13 year old redditor in the co- in the like mentions of a fucking like movie executive um i don't know like here's here's something else that's like you know they shook them down to re-release a movie you know what warner brothers could have done it's not re-release the fucking movie and ignored the comments if they didn't think there was going to be profit in it
0: or or jack and here's the other thing the reason why release the Snyder cut is the thing why it's not yeah. released the director's cut of Justice League or whatever yeah is because there's a thing called the Donner cut that's which, right wh- uh, which
1: Superman wh- 2 got taken away from Donner and may- finished by like the like hard day's Night director I believe uh, and then yeah finally like many years after there was a DVD release of the Donner cut like with you know storyboards and stuff like that and so this is not like a new idea. That, like, a movie that got taken... Specifically a superhero movie that got taken away from a director would ultimately get, like, a DVD special edition.
0: Yeah, and a superhero movie from Warner Brothers. They are the mm-hmm. ones who sold the Donner cut. They made a big whole deal about it. They didn't have a, any problem taking fans' money then because all the executives who fucked with Donner were no, long gone. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if, we, if this... You know, groundswell had happened, you know, it in, in right now. In fact, if right now, like, the Snyder Cut hashtag started, no one would fucking complain because half those guys are fucking fired. And, like, they wouldn't have, have to get all their little cronies in the media to write hit pieces about Sna- Zack Snyder because it wouldn't matter. But now that it's been on the open and they've just, I guess they just feel like very embarrassed and they still, like, have to win this well, fight. Well, the whole, the whole thing
1: of being a Hollywood executive is that you're selling, like, that your opinion is always right. Like, what you do is you go watch a movie, and then you say, like, well, this movie isn't working. And then you have to, like, say that you were right about that forever. You know what I mean? And mostly it doesn't get put to the test, because they don't put out the version. They only put out the version that you noted, and then ultimately you can be like, well, it wouldn't have done as well as it did without my wonderful notes. This is the first time we got, like, the litmus test, Where it was like, okay, let's put out the version. All the executives said no to, and so this is them like going out and being like, actually, I still was never wrong. As they're looking for new work.
0: All right, and so the article does get into what happened on with Justice League and Zack Snyder's departure. We've talked about on the show before, but basically, Superman, you know, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice makes a lot of money. Actually, Mm -hmm. you know, it was criticized online, but it made a lot of money. And it made yeah. $874 million worldwide, but DC got very, Warner Brothers got very hung up on the fact that movies like Iron Man 3, you know, a shitty nothing character, makes a billion dollars. Guardians of the Galaxy making a billion dollars. That fu- ended up fucking with um, Suicide Squad. They It got in their heads that they had to cross a billion dollars or it wasn't fucking worth it, and... In order to do that, they wanted to copy like, the Avengers movies directly. And so on February 27, 2017, Snyder showed his first cut of the much-anticipated Justice League intended to be DC's, to Marvel's, uh, DC's answer to Marvel's all-star superhero juggernaut, The Avengers, which had earned $1.519 billion worldwide five years earlier and was directed by Joss Whedon. Executives Mm -hmm. at the studio, headed up at the time by former chief Kevin Sujihara, felt the film had major issues, including that it was convoluted and still too long at more than two and a half hours. The movie was deemed a disaster and full-on failure by those in the room, and as a result, the studio pivoted and enlisted Whedon to come on as a writer and consultant, according to multiple knowledgeable sources.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Leslie, since since we've never been able to see this cut of the movie, I guess we just have to go by what they said. Oh, wait a second. They did ultimately release this, and it was, like, measurably better than most superhero movies, certainly better than the Joss Whedon version. And even, like, all the critics who have been weird about this since day one all ended up admitting that.
0: Yes, they had to admit that they're all, they're. One response was, well, it still shouldn't have happened because it's not worth it because it's a bad movie either way. But they do have to admit that, obviously, the Snyder version is better, more coherent, and it was just a move of, like... nonsense and panic to bring in Joss Whedon. Like, it's so thirsty. Just like they brought in, oh, the Avengers are making more money. Joss Whedon directed Avengers. Even though they canned his ass for Marvel, we're gonna bring him in. Oh, James Gunn. He directed Guardians Mm. of the Galaxy. It made more money than the Suicide Squad. We're gonna bring James Gunn in, even though Disney had fired his ass. It's, put, yeah, it's well, so and then fut- fire him yeah, uh, the, but you know it's very very thir- It's thirsty as fucking hell and like yeah. shows like no imagination no vision whatsoever and th- they don't seem to understand that even if you're taking that step forward you're taking a step back because you're changing directors midstream you're sa- changing visions midstream mm-hmm. you're changing the who the fuck villains of the movies are multiple times all because you see what the other guys doing and you think they're doing something magical that you aren't doing when that just was never the case they were just making a little bit more money than you
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't know could be in marketing could just be in that people were obsessed could be that like avengers was like the 12th movie in a franchise they weren't making a billion dollars right out of the gate yeah you know what i mean like they like started you know dc like a decade after marvel and they're like well how come we're not making a billion yet it's like because people don't know these fucking characters like yes they know superman from lunchboxes and shit like that but like it takes a little while to get people sort of acclimated to these film franchises
0: so we get told that they actually had whedon working on a separate version of the movie at the same Mm -hmm. time they still had Snyder working on it. Which, by the way, I want to say, these couple
1: paragraphs here, the whole argument from everybody was the Snyder cut doesn't exist. I mean, here's a version of it existing. Here's cuts that are being shown to people at Warner Brothers, and that cut did exist. I know that like, we've like moved beyond that, and everyone has memory hold the idea that all of the like Tatiana Seagulls of the world were saying it doesn't even exist. But that's what everyone was saying, and it did exist. Just to just to put the point on the
0: on the point card there. Yeah, it, multiple versions exist, and even Whedon thought. And at its point, he wasn't shooting new stuff. He was just cutting Snyder's stuff into something lighter. Uh, so even like there was enough movie there that they thought Whedon. Uh, could finish the film. Now of course he, we didn't end up talking them into doing 30 million dollars of reshoots. This article does uh, seems to kind of glosses over that fact because they're always talking about how Zack Snyder's reshoots cost him so much money, but the fact that we they already had shot the fucking movie Brought in, weed yeah. to you know nibble around it, e- edit some things, and then he conned them into thirty million dollars of shoots where he abused the staff, and it looks absolutely awful. Um, but the article instead tells it like this. On May fifth, two thousand seventeen, Snyder screened his final version of Justice League on the Burbank lot for all of the studio's department heads. It clocked in at two hours and eighteen minutes. One source familiar with that cut called it unwatchable and joyless. Meanwhile, Weeden, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, on um, which mm. he... Uh, why, uh, this is a very pro-Weeden article. This, like, oh, it really? Is, is. that it what like, Weeden is primarily known for, being the creator yes, of Buffy the certainly. Vampire? certainly in
1: 2022 that's what he's mostly known for
0: uh was prepping to direct reshoots in the summer so that the film could make its November 2007 release date none of the backstage drama surrounding Wiegans hiring had surfaced in the press at the time backstage drama is that what you want to call <laughs> call the the problems with Weeden because we I think we still don't really know the full story behind why he got fired from uh, MCU in the first place, but it, it was much more than drama. And this this article is so dismissive of all of it. And when the movie gets released and this Weeden's version, Weeden's cut, the article still is like mad at Snyder for some reason. Critics, uh, Warner Brothers released Justice League on November 17, 2017, and was quickly proclaimed a disaster. Critics bristled at the schizophrenic result, a mashup mashup of Snyder's brooding, violent, R-rated version. I don't remember seeing that that much. Poking through Weeby's campy PG-13 incarnation. I wouldn't, I don't know if campy is quite the Right word for weed yeah. and stuff? Cheap, silly, crappy.
1: Maybe she misspelled Crappy. crappy. <laughs>
0: crappy. <laughs> the film's six hundred and fifty million dollar uh, million dollar global haul was an embarrassment to its three hundred million dollar budget. Yes. Why is okay, that Zack well, Snyder's
1: fault? <laughs> so then again, end of article. Yes, uh, another. We're at the end of the article. Batman versus Superman made eight hundred and fifty million dollars. Then Justice League made three hundred million. So I guess Warner Brothers made a mistake. Yeah,
0: uh, it made six hundred fifty-eight million on the three hundred million dollar budget, which was oh, gotcha. three hundred million dollars. But anyway, they
1: made one hundred fifty million dollars less. So Warner fucked up. That's the end of that. <laughs>
0: yes, and like the, the three hundred million dollar budget is including those. Re- Reshoots uh, from we I think I might have underquoted it at uh, thirty million because when you look at the movies like he shot the fucking movie again basically all, like almost like there's so much he added in that just was not necessary uh, we ha- we we'll yeah. have to do our commentary sometime and talk oh, about good
1: it. lord
0: uh, but we we th- there's some news in this article we learned that as early as 2016 the studio was already looking to replace both Affleck and Cavill. Which is yeah. kind of shows Which, like... By the
1: way, Leslie, did you hear about the news for this weekend? What? Cavill's supposed to show up at the DC uh, Hall H panel. And so the rumors are they're going to announce that he's coming back to the DC EU. <laughs> <laughs> so here we, so here we are. so Here we are. Here we are in 2022.
0: They've, they spent so much time and money. That's on... really the story of
1: DC movies is like mismanagement yes. like just changing you know changing strategies like on a whim never sticking with anything and completely mismanaging the entire thing uh that's really the the story here
0: the article also tries to make snyder sound, sound like a villain for keeping the hard drive they shot the movie again, on. again this is another thing that i don't give a shit about
1: honestly like if if Zack snyder was like truly you know uh uh like Keeping studio, uh, studio property, and all this kind of stuff. They would have fucking sued him you know what i mean like he this is not like you're not just allowed to like keep a film camera and say like i'm keeping it you know what i mean like this is really it strikes me as very bizarre i think that probably he did keep a hard drive of his footage uh, but this like sort of like retroactively trying to make it into like he pulled a heist on the movie studio or something is number one something i don't care about and number two like not the way it would go down.
0: Yeah. uh, Continuing on in the article, uh, I do want to mention they it is kind of dropped in the middle that the following year, Sujihara resigned following a Hollywood reported expose about his apparent efforts to secure roles for an aspiring actress with whom he had a sexual relationship.
1: Okay. Again, this is another. This is we'll see this a couple times in this article. The just sort of one sentence brush off of how like all the people involved here actually like were fucked up abusers. Uh, but anyway,
0: and yeah, and so there's all this speculation in the article about who the fans are behind release the Snyder Cut. They say that this one woman is like a fake she she uh, the the quote is like Zhang allegedly lives in China a site a site founder who purports to be from China named Fiona Zing Uh, there's all these like there's no like real follow up they don't contact these people and people have talked to some of these people maybe they're bots maybe they're not it doesn't matter because as the article has already established there's hundreds of thousands of people behind it but they actually maybe
1: 13% of the million posts Posts were bots. Okay, well, that leaves us uh, 970,000 posts.
0: Yeah, so, they, uh, again, more uh, shit talking from the insiders who are mad that the fans are just asking for, like, a director's cut. They're asking to pay money for it. So the uh, article says, pricey publicity, um, pricey publicity stunts ensued like a towering uh, Times Square ad, which can cost more than $50,000 per day can cost more than $50,000 per day. And
1: by the way, the implication here is that, like, Zack Snyder is personally yes. fronting fifty grand a day. I'm like, I, I don't fucking know. Like, check his taxes then or something. <laughs> I don't fucking like, I, like... Number one, that would be truly bizarre for him to do that. Number two, like... If it was a director people liked, people would be like, that's cool. Like, yeah. wow, he really
0: cares about his movie. Yeah, like, David Lynch. It's again,
1: another, like, uh, nobody gives a who—why who, would anyone give a shit about yeah. that if he's spending his own money doing that?
0: Yeah, David Lynch with the—was he sitting with the cow next to the sign for Laura Dern? Right, yeah.
1: Like, if it's something people liked, it would be like, great, cool. People go all the way for their work. Like, I, I don't really know what to say.
0: Yeah, I mean— I mean, we haven't mentioned it, but the reason part of the, he got taken off the film, like uh, at the same time, his daughter had passed away, like yes. a real tragedy for him. And this was a film he worked on a lot, he cared about. He wanted to put out his version of it, and he was blamed for the shitty version that came out. That the article admits flopped and everybody hated. What is the what is the crime here that he's committing by wanting to make and this And by movie? the way. Warner Brothers
1: wants to launch a big streaming service, and so, like, they're looking for splashy ways to get people to sign up for their dumbass streaming service. Like, what's the crime here? What is the big problem here? That, like, Jeff Johns can't go on Twitter anymore?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Whatever role he may or may not have played in the Snyder Cut publicity publicity blitz at the close of 2019, Snyder sent his disciples into overdrive when he posted a picture of a set of film canisters labeled J.L. Director's Cut, Running Time 214 Minutes. Now, again, that sentence opens with whether or not he is actually guilty of funding these endeavors, he's still guilty for tweeting about the director's cut existing. Holy shit. Everyone said it.
1: Leslie, can you imagine. Someone involved in making a movie, doing promotional tweets about the movie that they made. I mean, that is doesn't he understand the, you know, the the atom bomb he's dropping here
0: by trying to promote a movie that he made? And uh, some great, awful insider quotes here. One was, where was the fundraiser? Why didn't we ever see a Kickstarter campaign uh, from the fans? I don't know, maybe because it's just, like, a movie and they didn't necessarily didn't want to spend money on it. And the people who did spend money are, like, dentists who have nothing going yeah, on in their lives except for— there are for, a lot
1: of people—didn't Don't, don't didn't everybody notice when people were buying, like, Bored Apes for $250,000 last year? Like, people spend money on some stupid shit online for, like, internet clout.
0: Yeah, so one insider scoffed at the— uh, the infamous is it real does it exist of course it does post exact snyder posted to confirm that the snyder cut was real after after all those dozens of articles and hundreds and thousands of blue checks were saying it did not exist he posted the actual film canisters and the insider scoffed at the post saying he refused to return the hard drives which were studio property this was just more orchestrated bullshit from zach Studio
1: property? Oh, so, Are you telling me he had studio property? Oh, no, that simply won't do.
0: So, I, the lie, I really want to break apart the lie because the lie until he posted that, that photo was that the right. Snyder cut did not exist. Insiders from the snoo- studio said it didn't exist. But now the response is actually, well, it ha- he had it and it existed, but it was our appropriation of taking it. So, what they actually want to do is get the film casters so they can and lie. Up, it. So they can. To lie about the Snyder Cut not exist. Yes,
1: yeah, it was our property, so we should have been able to take it and delete it,
0: um, and then it wouldn't have existed, and we would have been telling the truth. And so it continues, and again, of course, this is where the article <laughs> compares the Snyder Cut fandom to Gamergate, exactly. Mm. Uh, it, mm. You knew it would get there. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get QAnon and the incels mm. uh, in there. And and, and Trump and one Six. Yeah, they could they could have gone for the whole Monty, but it, they they do explain that hey, HBO Max was launching. They needed content. Jason Kalar, he comes in and says, "What the fuck? Put this movie out. Make it. Do it." Max Bob Greenblatt, the HBO Max exec, he says, "It's time to do this cuz Anybody in this position would do it like why wouldn't you you have also
1: he's like a digital guy like he's coming out of kind of like you know a t and t he's not like involved in all these studio politics and so from the outside he's like hey um you know eight hundred and fifty thousand people are posting that they want this uh, perhaps you should do it
0: yeah it is a completely uh, bizarre let me see here and like the the studio execs are like Uh, anonymously quoting this are like are mad at like Kilar and uh Greenblatt for jumping in because they're like oh they don't get it
1: there's also really weird uh you know uh, um there's weird stuff in here where they're like you know actually he almost like wanted to fly uh Zack Snyder to address the AT&T board and he wanted to announce the Snyder cut from his own Twitter account um who gives a shit? That is such a weird... Like, what in the fuck... Why would I care that this new AT&T executive guy wanted to have Snyder come talk to the board and, like, wanted to... Like, it's a little weird he wanted to announce it from his own account. It makes sense like, to me. I would. Cares? If I was in that position,
0: I would. It's like, hey, I'm the guy. I'm the new guy. Like, they, Who cares? If, if the situation were reversed, they would fucking call each other's eyes out to be the one to announce it. If it was their, like, idea. Yeah.
1: Just bizarre. Just bizarre. Uh,
0: after four months of a fan siege, siege targeting Johnson and <laughs> Bern- Berg, they were quietly removed from the cre- credits. Snyder notes, and this, again, this article started with the thing about the credits. So we're finally like 80% of the way through. It finally gets to Snyder notes that neither he nor his wife have ever said anything negative about Jeff Johns or John Berg on social media or in interviews. And says they wanted the pair's name removed from the credits because this was not the movie they believed in, developed, or helped get us made. Makes perfect sense to me. And by the way, why
1: do we, like, who cares about Jeff Johns getting a fucking credit? Credit. Like, this is like, (laughs) holy shit. Like, he toxically asked for someone who didn't work on the movie to not have a credit on the movie. I don't know what to tell you.
0: All right. Meanwhile, the Snyder controversy had begun spinning in new directions. Fisher ray fisher an actor who snyder had plucked mm. from my obscurity here's where the article gets really ugly racist by the way. racist i would say Explici- yeah. racist obscurity again plucked from obscurity they he they just got he just got this you know little uh black boy from out of nowhere and put him in a dc movie and he'll i guess he'll just do anything he says i mean that is clearly the implication and we'll get into a little bit more into it but to He plucked him out of obscurity to play cyborg in uh, Batman versus Superman and started speaking out against Whedon, the director who'd hired, who'd been hired to replace Snyder on Justice League back in 2017. Uh, and this is quoting Ray Fisher. Joss Whedon's on-set treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable, Fisher tweeted. Uh, He added, bringing Snyder's alleged threat regarding his one-time colleagues to... Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even notice this part. So, he actually, um, fuck, I'm actually just reading the article now. So, the journalist, without any sort of, like, attribution or, you know, well, any, like, proof, actually says that Ray Fisher was doing this under Zack Snyder's orders. Uh, so it oh, says yeah. Ray, Ray Fisher. So he added, bringing Snyder's alleged threat regarding his one-time colleagues to fruition five days after he Snyder made his final push to have the pair removed. Sorry if it's hard to understand. Ron, reading it is poorly written, but they're basically it's saying, badly written. It, but he's basically saying that after Snyder alleged made an alleged threat again, the threat is just alleged to uh, fuck up John and Berg on. Uh, social media. Five days later, uh, Fisher tweeted something negative about Johnsenberg, who he has
1: every reason
0: to dislike.
1: Which, by the way, you know, dis- disregarding entirely that this could be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this article really glosses over the fact that Ray Fisher is saying something that um, theoretically could be true. And then, by the way, in the next paragraph, obviously it gets into this, but was he was immediately backed up by Gal Gadot and uh, Charisma Carpenter, like this article really just glosses over that like multiple actors who worked with Joss Whedon shared similar experiences uh, as like being some sort of nefarious plot by Zack Snyder. Charisma Carpenter, by the way, has nothing to do with Zack Snyder; just is not has no connection yep. to him whatsoever.
0: And she says specifically she came forward because she recognized in what Ray Fisher was saying the experiences that she had with Joss Whedon. Absolutely no connection. And bizarrely, the article has all of this in one paragraph. It suggests, it straight up says, nearly all of the insiders interviewed by Rolling Stone say they believe Fisher and Snyder were working in tandem based on Fisher's tweets coming directly on the heels of Snyder's behind-the-scenes demands. Snyder calls the allegation totally untrue. Fisher's reps did not respond to multiple requests to comment for this story. And then it continues to Gal Gadot echo Fisher's complaints, as did Charisma Carpenter. Even though the implication is that, like, Ray Fisher is just lying and making this so up. So it's like... So,
1: by the way, even if, and I'm not really, I'm not, you know, uh, accepting this, but even if, like, Snyder was like, all right, Ray, like, pull the trigger, go ahead and do it, like, he was immediately backed up by two people who were not involved in the conspiracy or whatever, so, like... Perhaps it's true. Like, you know, not that I would even uh, even accept the idea that it was a conspiracy. It's like so the conspiracy is that Ray Fisher revealed like the true story of how uh, Joss Whedon is a fucked up abuser guy.
0: Yes. And and, and it's tied directly to why Jonzenberg should not be credited on the film because he was right. upset about them. Uh, protecting a uh, Jazweet. thats a perfectly valid, like, reason yeah. and argument, regardless if it's coordinated or not. But I do want to read because she, uh, Tatiana Siegel, who uh, wrote this article, says she contacted uh, Ray Fisher and he didn't return uh, their, their for comment. That's not quite true. She contacted, she did contact him at 5 p.m. on Sunday, and then to, and told them that the article was going up on 6 p.m. on Monday. Then the next day emailed them at five p m that uh, excuse, a little bit before that that actually it was going up at five p m and that they were putting uh, actually they emailed him after five p m because there was a new deadline. And never gave him a chance to respond. And they make him look like a villain in this. But not just a villain, but like an errand boy uh, for Zack Snyder. And And I'll read the email that she sent him. Now, tell me if you just can't hear the racism in this. This is the initial pitch to Ray Fisher, who, again, is part of this story because he complained about being tr- uh about racist uh harassment and sexual harassment on the set of a movie he was on from his boss joss whedon and he was backed up by this by multiple people so uh hi valerie and hana those are raised people i'm writing a story that examines the authenticity of the snyder cut Snyderverse fan movement and how the fan base attacked viciously at times a number of people including walter hermada C- uh, exec jeff johns exec john berg exec and sarnoff exec johanna fuentes diane nelson toby emmerich exec joss whedon abuser adam wingard director james gunn director i would like to request a comment from ray on the following sources and this is what she's literally asking ray fisher Sources say they believe that you worked in tandem with Zack Snyder to weaponize the Snyder cunt fandom, and they say that you did it, did, oh, that you did so to help him get what he wanted from Warner Brothers. How do you respond?
1: Well,
0: uh, uh, uh. What
1: a... yeah, I mean, and you know, like, again, like, just disregarding that this could be true. And that it was, you know, backed up by other actor, other actresses who worked with Joss Whedon. Um, and also, it like ended up destroying Joss Whedon. You know what I mean? Like, it, like Joss Whedon is not working anymore. He quietly had already been let go from Marvel after making them like the biggest movie of all time. I think that there's smoke here, um, but whatever. I guess this was all well, done. Oh, well, Jack,
0: hold up, hold know? up, hold up. As the article continues. Whedon has denied these accusations against oh, him.
1: Oh, well, that's the end of that, then. As
0: for Fisher's subsequent charge, that top executives participated in blatantly racist conversations surrounding the film, according to people who've been in the room. An external investigation conducted by Catherine for- Forrest of the law firm Kravis, Swain, and more. Oh, you know, when you have Kravitz, Swain, and Moore on the case, you're going to get yeah. to the truth. Especially when, when if you Cra- pay
1: Kravitz, Swain, and Moore is being paid by Warner Brothers to investigate Warner Brothers. You're going to get the straight dope.
0: And they concluded in 2020 that there was no credible support that there was racial animus at Warner Brothers and cleared the Berg, John, Johns, and Emmerich of such charges.
1: Well, that's the end of that, then. So, I guess I guess Ray Fisher was lying and uh, was uh, being puppet-mastered uh, the entire time it by did, uh, by Zack Snyder.
0: It did get to some really goofy shit that I don't even know how the person writing this article could have written it. Like, seriously, like, there's like multiple paragraphs about the Martian Manhunter being in the movie and how the execs yeah. didn't want Martian Manhunter in the movie and Snyder did. And Kalar <laughs> uh, over at, at Discovery overruled him and said, Put the fucking the Martian Manhunter in the movie. Who
1: cares? It's the new boss. I don't know what to tell you. And by the way, the whole movie's not canon. So it's really weird that they're like, We didn't want Martian Manhunter in there because we had plans for Martian Manhunter. And I'm like, Well, yeah, like, None of the shit in this movie counts anymore, and you're, like, decanonizing all of it, so who keep fucking gives a shit? With that said, I do think the Martian Manhunter is one of the elements that doesn't work in the uh, re-release, but that is a tale for another time.
0: Uh, for another time. But, you know, the article, it kind of spins at wills... Wills just on this point that Zack Snyder is somehow supposed to be responsible for all these horrible things that the fans allegedly did to all these wonderful execs, Um, and Kalar is just irresponsible. Which, by the way, the
1: most horrible thing that we hear about is that, like, Wonder Woman decapitated head image. Like, that's really the long and short of it. There's not really a lot of other sort of tangible stuff other than, like, people had to receive mentions on Twitter, I suppose. Yeah,
0: some who witnessed the Snyderverse fan ref pr- privately lament that Warner Media didn't do a better job of protecting those affected. One called mm. it the grossest examples... Uh, he, one called it... Oh, it actually, again, more poorly written stuff. One called it the grossest examples of mass indifference as executives were left hung out to dry executives you know, were left out too to dry. not I would employees say perhaps, <laughs> i would say that perhaps one of the
1: grossest examples of of uh, mass indifference in hollywood might be harvey weinstein yes. but that's just me that's just me you know i don't know if it's uh, everyone's twitter accounts but you know no, was, not everyone jack the...
0: executives specifically yes, yes, executives right. uh jack jack you've met executives before are they a sensitive bunch
1: Talented people, talented people, they'll and, and yeah, and a very sensitive bunch. They won't uh, uh, they won't scream at you on the phone. They definitely don't throw staplers and coffee at their assistants and stuff like that. There's not Scott Rudin never existed, um, uh, you know, uh, and the greatest example of mass indifference ever was not the open secret of Harvey Weinstein, but was in fact uh, when Walter Hamada had to look at fan art of, of uh, his head looking like a balloon. <laughs>
0: Well, folks, that was the article. we'll We'll have to do that. Uh, we'll have to do our Justice League commentary sometime soon. Uh, we'll do it in multiple okay. parts. Multiple <laughs>
1: parts. <laughs> no, I mean it's a short one. I could, I could, we could do it in one part. I just don't want to watch the movie again. But I'm, I, I think it's worth uh, bearing it and getting it done. You know, we watched Last Jedi, so I can get through this.
0: I mean, uh, just, uh, Jack Snyder's Justice League.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'd be down. Oh, no, sure. not the. Oh, yeah. oh
0: no, never jealous. Oh, I thought no. you were talking about the weed one. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> never. God. Yeah,
1: no, I'd watch. I'd watch. Uh, I'd do the Snyder cut. Yeah, oh, yeah, we could maybe do that as a little mini series. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it already is nicely broken up by chapters. Yeah.
0: All right, folks. That was struggle session. Have a good one. But call in, folks. I'm opening up the lines. If you want to talk to me or Jack, if he's able to hang on, I'll go ahead. I'll hang on for a bit. Yeah. And open I've up those phone time. lines if y'all want to talk. Give me one second. All right. We got the call lines open. If you want to call in, please feel free to do so. Hit us up on the call in app line. You can, we can talk about anything you like. We can talk about wrestling tonight. Jack, are you watching the AEW tonight?
1: Oh God, I've I've really been falling off, but I I I really should catch up again. I don't know. I've been uh, yeah, I just fell off for a couple of weeks. They had a couple of big injuries there, and you know the MJF hasn't been showing up, and so yeah, I. Uh, it so MJF's your off. guy.
0: MJF's your dude. I I
1: listen, you know, kind of, kind of. I you know, I was there for his big final promo i went to that was the live show that i was at and so you know i've been i don't know i i i guess i do love him i guess i do
0: <laughs> have you been have um, you checked out the boys season three yet
1: oh yeah love the boys actually leslie i got so into the boys season three that i reread the whole comic of the boys oh and really? i watched that weird little animated series
0: you read the comic is was it worth it
1: I mean, I got really sick last week. I had, like, a throat infection. And so, like, I just laid up and read The Boys the entire time. It was, it's, like, it's not as good as the TV show for, like, the reasons that you'll remember. And it is, like, more puerile and is, like, way stupider. But there's a lot more that works about it that I had kind of forgot, you know. So I will say that I did actually end up kind of, like, the comic because I went into it. With the feeling like, oh boy, this is going to be really bad and not as good as the show. Um, that's true, but there is a lot of good stuff in there too.
0: What did you think of season three? I really liked it a lot, actually.
1: You know, uh, um, I, I think it's the best show. I think it's probably the best show on TV right now, and it certainly is the show that has the best politics, I think. Um, uh, and, yeah, I think, you know, number one, it's got the best politics. Number two, I think it's got the best perspective on the sociopathy of celebrities. Um, uh, you know, I think they did another they did another good one. I enjoyed it, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to more, frankly. What about you? What did you think?
0: Uh, I, I liked it. I thought the earlier episodes were stronger than the later ones. Once it got— more into the comic book plotty. Soldier Boy, yeah. I, I kind of it kind of lost me there. I like Soldier Boy. I like his portrayal. I like the act. Um, was it what's his name? Jensen Ackles. Oh,
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah he, that uh, sounds from like Super, it makes
0: sense. From Supernatural. I liked him. And I liked his character, but I, I don't know. I would have. I don't know. They finally made Maeve kind of interesting. I did like that. Towards Maeve's the good. end. Towards the end. I could have seen a little bit more. It, the problem with Maeve is always this. is like she's less badass than actual Wonder Woman is. She's less edgy yeah. than the real Wonder Woman in the comic <laughs> books, which is like different than all the other characters. Like, Yeah, the, Maeve is maybe better in the comic,
1: actually, just as like a drunk, you know, like Maeve kind of maybe does work better in the comic.
0: Yeah, yeah. She was doing very, like, light TV drunk work. Very, like, yeah. like if you were a drunk on, like, an Aaron Spelling show. It's not like yeah. a really, you know, hardcore show. Speaking I
1: enjoyed of- it, though. I I liked Hero Gasm. I like big, you know, cartoonish, idiotic special effects. And, yeah, I think the show's pretty good. At a certain point, I'm like, I feel like they have to, like, actually, like, do something with Homelander at this point. Like, it's feeling like we're, like, edging too much with that character a little bit.
0: All right. I, I I really dug him and his performance, but, yeah, let's take it to the oh, next yeah. level. Let's take it. Let's see how fucked up we can get.
1: Like, it does feel like we need to get, like, the video released and he, like, fucks up an entire seaboard or something because it feels like they're just doing that TV show thing of, like, kind of resetting him every season, yeah.
0: you know? All right. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Peace. Good night, Later. Y'all.